where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. For the fast lane, Cardinals Hall of Famer and fifth member, Matt Holiday. We're hanging with Holiday on 101 ESPN. Powered by Air Alliance Team Heating and Cooling. Getting the job done quickly, correctly, 100% of the time. It's the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. We are live back on YouTube, so check us out on the YouTube channel at 101 ESPN SDL with Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stalter, and let's head to our celebrity line. We're joined by Cardinals Hall of Famer, uh, the one and only Matt Holiday. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys. How we doing? We're doing great. We saw Adam Wainwright. Uh, Jamie threw out the first pitch for Adam Wainwright's 200th victory. Yeah, so I got him going. Jamie's, Jamie's yeah. taking a lot of credit for it, and I think he should. <laughs> yeah, get him off on the right foot. Yeah, you know, I just figured that he's seeing an older guy out there on the mound, you know, inspiration. Put my arm around him a little bit. Today, Wayne, we got this tonight. Yeah, it worked. Well, I mean, the first pitch of the game was great, and then Wayne threw probably close to 100 more of them. <laughs> <laughs> my arm was exhausted after that first Jamie, pitch. You know? Jamie was the opener that night. <laughs> um, Matt, knowing Adam Wainwright, who is, who is one of your dear friends and, of course, former teammates, uh, knowing what he has gone throughout throughout his career with the the injuries and the battling back and what do you think this this victory means to him well i think it means a lot i, I think that um you know in a season where uh the team is is not played well and his body is has been banged up um for him to get the 200th win and 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 what probably you know or could be his last uh outing of his career um, I, I know it was really important to him. So, uh, pretty, pretty exciting, pretty awesome way, uh, to finish, um, you know, maybe, maybe his career on a, on a, on a note like that. So, uh, the way the crowd reacted, the way his teammates, I mean, it was just, a, it was a really cool moment. Um, and, and I'm, I, I think it did mean a lot to him to get that 200th win. Yeah, he didn't just get the win either, though, Matt. Like, it's one thing to limp across the finish line, get your five innings in, then you'll cross your fingers that your team can keep the lead for you. He went seven scoreless. Yeah. I mean, it was an awesome performance. I mean, just the, the performance alone for me was something that uh, I just absolutely love being there and being in the moment. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was symbolic of his career, you know, just coming up big when he needed it. I mean, he just. Um, he's just been such a, a big game pitcher and, and such a, uh, a stud of a, of a, of a guy and a, and a performer, um, for him to get seven innings, you know, against a team that's going to be in the playoffs and, and, uh, in front of the home crowd and get that 200th win. It was, it was, uh, it was pretty awesome. So I'm thrilled for him. Talked to him the other day, uh, yesterday and, and, uh, he was pretty thrilled about it. And, um, so it's been an amazing career. I mean, it'll be, 
it'll be strange to, to think about a Cardinals organization and a Cardinals team uh, without Wayno and Yachty. And, and uh, you know, things will obviously look a little different next year with without Adam, but um, he's been a tremendous Cardinal, a tremendous ambassador for the city and, and for the MLB in general, and uh, one of my favorite people. Matt, I, uh, the other day after, after the 200th win, I just said, in my opinion, I think that was the perfect exclamation point for Wayno. I don't see the need for him to get back on the mound at all this season, but you know, Wayno's Wayno. He'll do what he chooses to do, and certainly I respect that. But I'm going to go in a different direction. I also predicted that Wayno was going to be DH again or get an at bat. I know you're just talking okay. to him. Do you have any insider information for me on that? I we didn't talk hitting, uh, and and listening to how Dang his body it. feels, I would I would if I was you and you have any money on that anywhere else, I would I would try to get it back. Um, <laughs> well, good thing I don't have any money. That's great. Yeah. So uh, you know, I think it has been it uh, obviously. Uh, you know, when you when you play this long, uh, it, it takes wear and tear on your body. And, and I think he's he's asked just about all he can ask out of his body. And I, I think he's he's leaving the game knowing that he left it all uh, on the table and and has sort of uh, exhausted uh, several parts of his body uh, that I think might limit his batting, uh, his chance at hitting. Uh, I think he would probably opt out of that. Could I see him pitching an out or two or three? Uh, in the last game of the season, I, I think that's more likely. Matt Holliday, join us right now on the fast lane on 101 ESPN. Matt, I wanted to read you some quotes by Alec Burleson and then get your thoughts on it. Uh, Alec Burleson said, Turner Ward, we butted heads a lot this season because he was trying to break through. I was very stuck in my ways, and I think we can both rightfully say what got me here was my hitting and my approach, but obviously it's a different game here. I don't think that Alec Burleson is trying to be, um, you know, uh, a jerk or, or you know try to downplay his coaching or anything like that I, I think that this is something that for all young hitters or we talked about Justin Fields yesterday Jamie the quarterbacks where you know what got you to this point but your coaches also know what it's going to take to keep you in the big leagues Ooh. how difficult is that to mat to to balance the two, you're a hitter. You know what you know what you can do. But this coaching staff's like, yeah, some of this is not going to work in the big leagues. How difficult is it to kind of trust what you're getting from the coaching staff when it doesn't necessarily feel right to you body wise? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that when you talk about hitting, particularly, um, you're going to do some things that you've done your whole life. There's going to be some moves you make uh, that you've done since you were a kid. But there is going to have to be some, you know, sort of tweaks, and and you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to get into positions consistently uh, that allow you to have success against the best pitchers in the world. And there's some things that you can get away with, maybe in AAA and in the minor league. Uh, there's some there's some habits, or maybe there's some uh, there's some things that that happen that you can you can kind of work around in the minor leagues that get that get exposed in the big leagues, particularly for him. I would say he's going to he's going to be a guy that's going to have to hit for some power. He's going to have to have a high slugging percentage just because of the positions that he plays. And and so I, I think that um, in looking at his OPS and some of those things, um, he's going to have to produce a little bit higher of an OPS if he wants to to be an everyday player in the major leagues. And you know he he had produced in the minor leagues and 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 what had got him there, I, I think is was good enough. But I, I do think that. Uh, you have to continue to get better, 
to make tweaks, to listen to coaches, to look analyze your own swing, to figure out where I need to, you know, how do I get in a better position to drive the ball to be a more productive player? So I, uh, I, I'm not sure, um, you know, the, sort of the insight on that. Uh, but I, I just in listening to that comment and, and the question you asked me, I, I would say that it, it is a fine line between being who you are, but you have to, you know, be able to adjust uh, at the major league level. So just putting Alec Burleson, the player aside, let's just take a player that is his age and in his position. How hard is it for the hitting coach yeah. or the manager to get the buy-in? I mean, you work with young guys all the time and, and mm-hmm. Like there's there's a certain power struggle between what you did to get there and now what you need to do to stay here. How hard is that for the coach? Well, usually, Jamie, you know, results will make you more coachable. You know, I, I think that uh, you, you're, we're all more willing to listen to advice when things are not going well. And so uh, I think hitters in general get humbled. Uh, there's going to be periods in the season. Uh, even the great hitters go through stretches where they feel like they have no idea what they're doing. And they need a voice. They need a. Uh, they need somebody to bounce things off of. They need somebody to say, "Hey, I was watching your tape, and this looks different, or this looks off. This looks uh, different than when you're going good." Um, so I think that's the job of a hitting coach is to be able to say, "Hey, here's what I see. Uh, here's what you're doing really, really well. And then here's you know maybe a tweak or a minor adjustment we can make." I don't think that you can make major adjustments in season as a player in the major league. I think it's very difficult to, to incorporate a big move or a, a big uh, maybe stance adjustment or hand placement adjustment. It's tough to make big moves uh, during the season, but I do think you can make small tweaks and, and I think a good hitting coach um, can, can spot little things that, that, that hitters have to be willing to, to give it a go. Um, but I, I, I can tell you from personal experience, um, when you're not doing well, when you're not getting the results that you want, you're willing to try uh, little things or make adjustments because it sucks to, to not do well. And so, um, I, again, this is just specifically speaking. I don't, I don't know the, you know, the backstory of, of his particular case, but um, usually uh, you have a pretty good chance to coach guys when, they've, when they're in a, in a rough spot. Matt, great stuff. We know that you got another interview coming up, so we appreciate the time. Have a great rest of your week and a great weekend. We'll check back with you next week. Sounds good, guys. Good talking to you guys. You too. Thanks, Matt. See you, Matt. All right. See you.